Sean Curley, Sherry Elliker Show, starring Sherry Elliker and her best friend, the teeny tiny lady in the pickle jar. We'll be choosing the letter of the day in just a little bit. Hello. Teeny and Sherry. There you go. Sherry, uh, teeny, say hi to Sherry. It's Sherry. Sherry. Hi, Sherry. Sherry. Hello, Susan. Sherry. Vote for me. I'm Joe Biden. I'll uh, forgive your college debt. Vote for me, you youngsters out there. I know you. I don't. You can't relate to me very well, but uh, I'll I'll forgive your college debt. Um, not so fast, says the state of Nebraska and some other states as well. The president of the United States does not have the ability to forgive uh, student debt, um, and so now the Supreme Court is hearing the case. I was just reading some of the transcripts, some of the stuff that's coming out now. It doesn't seem like it's going too well for Biden and the Biden folks uh, regarding the forgiveness of the student debt. The president doesn't have that power, and the Supreme Court will make this decision. I assume we'll be able to hear what they have to say, unless somebody leaks it um, a little later on. Let's see. Any details in this thing stick out to you, Sherry? Like thinking, well, maybe he does have the right to, and maybe he can get rid of student debt. No, it doesn't look like it's going in that direction. Um, remember, what they're trying to do is um, they've got a, two questions that they're trying to answer the Supreme Court. Whether the states mm. and borrowers have standing to challenge the program and whether yes. the Biden administration exceeded its authority with the plan. They're basing mm-hmm. this on something called the HEROES Act. And the HEROES Act <laughs> allows, um, you know, uh, uh, I guess the Department of Education to waive or modify some kind of a student loan program, in this case a student loan program, um, in connection with a national emergency. So they're using COVID right. as the reason that they can use the HEROES Act to now have uh, people not have to pay back their student loans. Or, of course, it's $10,000 if you make less than $125,000 or a Pell Grant um, if you meet a certain income uh mm-hmm. And that that's also another $10,000. So about $20,000 could go to, um, a, a, you know, a lot of it different people depending on what their income is and what they're, you know, what the, what they have, uh, taken out. So it, it sounds like, you know, they're really questioning this and this is very much going toward the argument that Congress needs to address this, not the <laughs> Supreme Court. There's that. But the first part is the president of the United States under the Constitution does not have the ability to do this. Quote, not everybody realizes it, but the president can only postpone, delay, but not forgive student loans. It would take an act of Congress, not an executive order to cancel student loan debt. Close quote. Nancy Pelosi. Here's uh, Neil Gorsuch. Here's Supreme Court Neil Gorsuch. What I think they argue that is missing is cost to other persons in terms of fairness, for example, people who've paid their loans, people who um, don't have planned their lives around not seeking loans, um, and people who are not eligible for loans in the first place, and that a half a trillion dollars is being diverted to one group of favored persons over others. I think that's the nature of their argument, in addition to, as you point out, the cost of the fisc. I didn't see anything in the memorandum that dealt with those kinds of questions. That's that's deep in there. The whole thing should be thrown out. We are not in a state of emergency. You can't use the HEROES Act for this. Plus, the president of the United States does not have the ability 
to do this. And you can't just write an executive order. Then we don't need to have Congress. We can have everything done through executive orders. Oh, what are you going to do? Oh, I'm going to give away a half a trillion dollars. I'm going to do this over here. Well, what under what law? Oh, under my executive order. Um, here is Supreme Court Justice. This is Kagan. Mohila has- isn't here, General Crawford. Is that correct? Uh, Mohila is not here, it but it's interesting. It has the ability to here. sue and be sued. It's been set up as an independent corporate entity with the ability to bring suits on its own. Usually we don't allow one person to step into another's shoes and say, I think that that person suffered a harm, even if the harm is very great. Um, uh, we, 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 we leave it to the person, him or her or itself, to make that judgment. Now here the state has derived very substantial benefits from setting up Mohila as an independent body with um, uh, uh, financial distance from the state and sue and be sued authority. So why isn't Mohila responsible for deciding whether to bring this suit? Uh, we don't deny that Mohila has, could file a suit like that, but the state's interest is directly implicated here, so it is allowed to assert the interest it has in Mohila directly. But I guess, there, I mean, there are third parties all the time who have an interest in, gosh, I, I wish that party over there would bring a suit um, because... Uh, I have some relationship with that third party, and I would like it very much if that third party represented its own interests better, in my view. But we don't do that. We, 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 we don't allow that kind of um, uh, uh, interference with the decision of the entity involved to decide whether the harm is of the kind that, uh, that they want to sue for. So that she's arguing about standing so nebraska saying if this goes through this is how it affects us looking for standing what are your damages in order to be able to seek the court's action nebraska points out and don't need to get complicated on it but just again go back to the very beginning you can't have an executive order that says i'm basically going to spend because you're going to spend it a half a trillion dollars because that's debt that is owed to the American people that has been given to these college kids. And now you decide, well, we're just going to write it all off because we're in a state of emergency. I, I assume the court will dispatch of this thing rather quickly. I, I think so. Justice Roberts, I thought, made a really good example here. He said, um, you have two high school graduates. One takes out a loan to attend college, and then that is forgiven by the government. Another decides to start a lawn care service, receives a bank loan to do so, and then sees his tax dollars used to support the cancellation of the student loan. Yeah. It's not fair on so many mm-hmm. levels. But again, if this stands, this will do some very serious damage to the U.S. Constitution and to the division of power and to the equal branches of the government and to the fact that the President of the United States, maybe you like this old geezer that's in there right now, you can get somebody else in there and maybe that new person can start to determine how they're going to spend. And they just bypass Congress. The reason Nancy Pelosi was upset on that, and she you know, talked about nobody can do this, you're stepping right over the authority of the House. Mm-hmm. The House is elected for two years and two years only because they are the closest to the checkbook. They are the only ones that hold the pen and the checkbook to write checks to spend money. The Senate can't do it. The President of the United States can't do it. Only out of the House can money be spent. The Senate can request 
but only co- only those guys in the house, Nancy Pelosi and the rest of the crew, they're all in there. Only they have the power to spend. The power of the purse is held in the house. The president of the United States cannot do this. It was set up that way. I Again, I hope the Supreme Court just simply says, sorry, although Nebraska is going to have to be able to try to prove standing on the thing. Um or some other case will come up later on, but we can't have the president. I don't care who it is, Republican or Democrat, because it destroys the entire system and how it's set up. How about this woman in Tacoma? Arrest warrant has been issued for this woman in Tacoma who refuses to get treatment for her tuberculosis. TB is curable, uh, but if left untreated, it can re- result in death. And then you can easily infect other people with it as well. So the warrant is out for her arrest. Holy moly. Yeah, the health department's been working with her for a year, trying to get her isolated or to get treatment. I I can't imagine how many people she's come in contact with for a year. Well, maybe Fox 13 could help. Here's what I know about this current case. A woman in Tacoma has tuberculosis. A source told me the woman is in her 70s, but due to patient privacy laws, health officials can't give me more details. This is something that we want to make sure we move very carefully and appropriately through to make sure we're balancing you know, the restrictions to, on the indiv- individual with protecting the public's health. Nigel Turner is the Division Director of Communicable Disease Control for Tacoma Pierce County Health Department. I asked him about this current patient. Are you guys in touch with this person? Absolutely, yes. Okay. We're working with them and their family to, to, again, persuade them to take the medication. Do you know how long you've been working with them? I can't release that. Do you know if you're looking to utilize that legal avenue? We're still working on this. It's still in, in process. That legal avenue is a Washington state law which allows the public health department to get a court order for people with tuberculosis to get treatment or go to jail. It gets to the point where they're not following the rules. They can go to jail where they're isolated and then they get the treatment. They have to take it or they just sit in jail until they do take the treatment. Uh, it it's actually requires isolation and, until uh, they're, they're no longer in, infectious. Okay. And with TB, that could be months, right? Like the treatment process? It could be, yes. It, the TB is a slow-growing organism and, and can take a while to, to, to treat. Tuberculosis is contagious, spreading through the air from one person to another, but not as fast as other diseases. And that's why this law is in effect, because once a patient is identified, they can be isolated away from the population before the disease spreads unlike other faster-moving viruses and diseases. Turner tells me in the last two decades, three people have gone to jail in Pierce County for not getting treatment. This is the very, very last resort that we want to go to. We really want to work with people voluntarily, and the vast majority of people do that. Well, the, I, I'm, you know you know me, Sherry, Mr. Sunshine. Mm-hmm. If go you on, did Mr. Go to, Sunshine. Thank you. If you did go to jail... And people, what are you in for? And you're talking to six, you know, some, you know, guy who's killed people or something. You just say, oh, I'm in for TB. Everybody leaves you alone. <laughs> well, I, I think I think they do that Thank for you, you because I think you are in I think you are in a lot of isolation at that point. I don't know that you're That's able to mix true. it up with the regular po- with the general population. I think you, you you're kind of sequestered a little bit. Which is probably why it's hard to get people to agree to the treatment because they have, if they have to be taken out of their daily lives and mm-hmm. put in isolation. And he said the treatment could last months. That, that mm-hmm. might be a reason why people don't want to do it. Okay. She's a 70 some year old woman living in Tacoma. She probably has some time on her hands. I'm just making some sweeping, you know, talk show radio 
generalizations. You know, what are you planning on? You know, I'm going to get better from my TB, take the medicine and get better. Why, why not? Someone hasn't told her, you know, what this thing can do to her and what it can do to other people. They're in talks with her. They know who she is. They've been mm-hmm. discussing stuff with her. So, you know, maybe do the same thing we did with that whole COVID uh, canard where you start to give people like, uh, oh, you can win a truck or you can get $100,000 or we'll send you to college or, you know, we'll give you a T-shirt or something. Remember all the incentives they rolled out? The lotteries. The COVID, the COVID vaccine was so good and it saved so many lives that they had to bribe people with lottery tickets and college educations in order to get it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was like a $50 gift certificate, uh, all kinds of it, state by state. You know, it, so if you looked at it, it was, it was a lot of, a lot of stuff you could get. It wasn't bad. Yeah. And everybody that got one already was like, wait a minute. Why did I even bother to get one? I should have waited so I could get some kind of a payoff. You do. You get myocarditis. Um, <laughs> how about, or you could take all your teeth out and uh, cash in that way. The the tooth fairy, everybody does this story every single year when it comes to inflation. Is the tooth fairy leaving more or less money behind when it comes to teeth that are left underneath the old pillow there? Um, it's a lot. I mean, a 379% increase from 1998. I was a little bit surprised that people are still, um, you know, that kids are still doing the whole tooth fairy thing. Mm-hmm. I thought by now that there would have been some problem with it or something. The tooth fairy wasn't, uh, you know, politically correct or there was some oh, issue no, with it. No, 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 tooth fairy. No, I, uh, the kids, when they were little, the tooth fairy used to come. And then I wrote a children's story, which I sent to my sister. And she said, I, I, I'm sorry. I don't know. I can't say anything positive about this story. Because I always wonder, the kids ask me, what does the tooth fairy do with his, with the teeth after they get them? And I thought, oh, that, that could be a good story. So I had the, all the tooth fairies were living in this like great big kind of um, super duper castle. And they spend their days after they collect the teeth going down into the basement and grinding them up into uh, pixie dust or fairy dust. And Lori's like, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the point that kind of just... Ah, can't quite get past that. Little tiny fairies down there grinding the teeth up with ball-peen hammers and machines into dust. Well, could I you rewrite it? it? Sort of sweet. Mm. And make, yeah? and make this, the tooth fairies have special powers, so when they touch the tooth, it would, it would dissolve into a, some sort of a powder. Like, they wouldn't have to do the whole grinding and oh i had him yeah i had him downstairs i had him down in the basement of the castle for like weeks on end grinding away sweating and blistered hands yeah we want the tooth fairy to be more like tinkerbell and not like a a scene out of breaking bad you know i mean you want it to be kind of i see i see where you're going i see that you know all right i'm open to that i'm open to that all right all right. By the way, a tooth yeah. in 2022 can get you about $5.36 on average. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah. Well, I'll pull one out. And then I go to <laughs> dentalspecialiesnorthwest.com and put it back in again. Ba, 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 ba. 
There we are, John Curley, Sherry Elliger Show. Thanks, everybody, for coming along to the ride. Much appreciated. Uh, people are better behaved. I saw the story the other day that uh, less incidents of passengers getting mad at other passengers, less passengers attacking flight attendants, uh, less passengers just going off the rails and better behaved. I chalk it up to the reduced stress and not having to wear the masks on planes and just generally people being a little bit more polite to one another. Except if you happen to be on a plane. Sherry has already told everybody her hot take was she wouldn't switch seats. This is TikToker. Everybody's a TikToker now. Jake Gloss. Were you, were you following Jake Gloss as a TikToker, Sherry? <laughs> I wasn't following him, but I certainly saw his rant, um, right. which seems to be completely obnoxious. Another hot take from Sherry. Well, you're on fire today. Hang on. Yeah, I yeah. encountered an absolute today on the plane, and I wanted to slap him, but I didn't because I was on a plane and I had to restrain myself. But hear me out. Tell me if it's justified, if it's not justified. Yeah. So when I booked the flights, we booked. booked here. This is Virgin Business. Yeah. There's only eight seats on a plane. So is somebody trying to secretly do an Australian accent? <laughs> I, I, sensed it. I, I am. I am simply repeating. And you give her a hot take for doing Australian accent. <laughs> hot really, Australian take. Really expanding the definition of hot take every day on the show. <laughs> right. <It's> getting thinner <laughs> and thinner. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> We're in the middle of the story. Hold on. Back to this. Hear guy. me out. Tell me if it's justified. Yeah. It's not justified. So when I booked the flights, <laughs> we booked here. This is Virgin yeah. Business. There's only eight seats on a plane. So Zoe was sitting over there on the far left. I don't know where my finger's gone. Far left. And I was sitting here yeah. in that seat. <laughs> so this seat and that seat were both taken. But I was like, it's fine because either this guy here next to the aisle, he swaps with me, gets the exact same seat on the opposite side, or this guy gets his window seat on the, opposite, on the other side. Easy, yeah? No matter what, me and Zoe are sitting together. Wrong. We're not sitting together. We walk onto the plane, and this gene is here, and this seat, I politely... I wish these TikTok people would think about us radio people, okay? It's a lot of... This video is uh, almost 90% uh, yeah, pointing, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why don't you get some stuff, some Vegemite sandwiches? Hey, like, bro, would you mind moving so I can sit uh, with my missus? It's her birthday. And he just <laughs> looks at me and doesn't respond. And I was like, I've got this seat, so it's sort of the same... Um, like, is it possible if sort you of. switch to here? He just doesn't respond to me. And then he's like, no, I won't. But I'll sit here. So he wants to take Zoe's seat and go and sit. Okay, I'm lost. Zoe's okay. on a great... Okay, okay. Okay, so he wanted to sit next to his wife because it was her birthday. Okay. okay. It's his Sorry. wife. It's not like, it's not like he's not going to see her. And what he was saying was it was an even trade. You know, she was sitting next to the window and he wanted to be able to just switch to sit next to her in that window to window swaparoo. It's known as Sherry. It's WWS. She'd be at the window. okay, And then the stranger was sitting next to her. He's saying, I'm sitting across the aisle in the seat next to the window. You'll have the exact same configuration, basically. You'll mm-hmm. be one seat away from the window, whether you're you know, in this row or that row. Let me swap with you so I can sit next to my wife because it's her birthday. Uh-huh. And the guy said no. And that's his prerogative. He, he sure. doesn't have to. You know, the, I, I was on a flight one time 
and this was really bad. We, I was coming back from Hawaii, I think, and it was a really long flight. I don't remember what it was. And I was in the very first row and a woman wanted me to switch seats with her so she could sit next to her son. Mm-hmm. The seat she was sitting next to was a woman holding a baby. And I'm not talking a, an infant. I'm talking a baby that was too big that was probably like pushing three, okay. but was passed off as two. And yeah. I said, no, I'm, I'm not. No, I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm not going to sit over there. No, I'm going to stay right here. And the kid went insane as they were starting to do the, the you know, the the plane mm-hmm. was taxiing and the flight attendants were starting to do that thing. The kid screamed out, stop this plane. Stop this plane. The, because the he wanted to sit. The three-year-old disguised as a two-year-old? No, this was the kid that wanted to sit next to his mother and I said no. You saw baby genius. Yeah. <laughs> baby genius hot take from the baby. And then I knew that you know I would be blamed for this kid's meltdown and psychological trauma for the rest of yes. his life. So I said, fine, I'll switch with you. So I had to sit next to this woman with this this baby in her arms for hours and the poor thing needed her own seat and it was just and I it's because I felt the pressure to, to do it. Um but yeah, I, I have a problem with this because people don't want to book. When the- would you give up your seat, Miss Miss Coldheart, um, or yeah. steals the night, steals the colors from our site? <laughs> what, if, if, who would you give it up to? I would certainly give it up to an elderly person if okay. if they needed to be next to someone. If uh-huh. it were an even trade, I'd give it up for anybody. If it not was, an el- not an elderly lady dressed as a two year old baby. No. Not a chance. Okay. Not anybody okay. sitting on anybody's lap. No. So <laughs> if it if it were a um, you know a window seat for a window seat, yeah, I'd do that. Sure. Okay. But if it's All a right. if it's a degraded you know situation for me, no, I'm not doing that. Sorry. Figure it out. You should have figured that out before you booked your flight, or when you booked mm-hmm. your flight. Well, see, people are paying less for the middle seats. You can pick your seats if you want an aisle seat. You pay a little bit more now in some airlines. So people are getting middle and then maybe asking somebody to switch i get it if you're sitting next to your you know relative it's you know if it's an easy switch do that i was flying to fiji and this woman says excuse me do you mind if i switch seats with you i said no i'm fine i was sitting in the aisle we're flying first class or business on british airways this guy sits down next to me so he switches with his wife so he the wife now that i think about it kicks him out of her row so that she doesn't have to sit next to her own husband. That should have told me something. There's a backstory there. Something and he says to me, he says to me at about 15 minutes, even before we take off, guess what I weigh? I, excuse me? What do you think I weigh? I went, uh, um, I don't know, two, 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 ten. <laughs> they always forget the legs, don't they? And with that, he slaps his thighs. Look at my thighs. People always forget to take the thighs into consideration. Yeah, you looked at me. You thought 210. You forgot the thighs. Happens every time. I'm like, oh, my God. This is a 14-hour flight. Oh. I try to go back to whatever I'm doing, and which I don't have anything to read, so I'm reading the the thing in front. The apocalypse tells you where the exits are, which I'm thinking of using at this point. And then it, he says to me, I said, so, uh, he goes, what are you going to Fiji for? I said, I doing, we're doing a, we're doing a story down there. 
Okay. Yeah, I'll go down there to give a speech. I said, oh. Okay. You want to hear it? I was like, eh. 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 And he goes, you got a, you got a sweep handle and I watch yours? And I said, uh, yeah. He goes, okay, time me. And with that, he launched into his speech. How many people here are afraid to swim? Show of hands. Not many. Great. What if I told you there's a shark in the water? Ha <laughs> ha, the hands go up. Right, okay. So, what is it about sharks when it comes to fear? When you start thinking about fear and investments, and then he goes into this, he is a financial advisor, and he gave me a 47-minute speech that he would be normally delivering to a crowd of people. He did it just to me, sitting right beside me with his forgotten thighs. <laughs> did you learn anything? I learned never switch seats with a wife that's trying to sit apart from her husband. <laughs> Worth it? Yeah. I mean, it was. Uh, it's, a, it's a good lesson to learn. You kind of have to know what the situation you're getting into I also is. learned, don't ever underestimate someone's thighs. Sure, you take thighs into consideration when someone has to guess how much they weigh. Like, look at I Nate over that. there. Nate's sitting there at the Beacon Plumbing Traffic Desk. I'm going to guess him to be about 205. Mm-hmm. Nail it. There you are. Bingo! Yep. All in the thighs. David Voth, the guy's name was. Let's take pictures of him. The uh, leading, uh, the guy sat next to on the plane there. Oh, that's, the, yeah, you said, I would, I yeah, can't yeah, 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 it's David Voth. Okay. David Voth. He's, he's interesting looking in various ways. We yes. don't, we don't get to see his, his thighs, but Yeah. He's the guy, don't underestimate the thighs, and um, don't sit next to him on a long trip. All right. Um, <laughs> and I, I just walked in. I tried to surprise him with my pumpkin head. It didn't work. Nothing's going right today. <laughs> Maybe I just wish I were taller. Then I could be a psychopath. Sherry's been sending this story every single day. I've never said it. Did I even say Yeah, I think I said it, but I only said it once. Every single day. Can we can we do the story about the tall person, the psychopath people? Okay. Um, that didn't happen, but okay. Um, so <laughs> this is, if, you, if you want to say it did, it's all right with me. This is the um, second time. Second time Jacob has been pitching it, and he always seems to have your name attached to it. I, I, I think it, isn't this the first time we've seen this, Jacob? I don't remember. Yeah, I didn't put it on okay. yesterday, but yeah. yeah. Well, hot take, hot um, take. Okay, so... <laughs> This is from the Daily Mail, and they say that people that wish to be uh, taller actually mm-hmm. have these dark triad traits. And the dark triad is psychopathy, narcissism, and Machiavellism. And the reason is they behave sometimes in these antagonistic ma- behaviors because they want to offset their height disadvantage. So wow. it goes back, it's sort of evolutionary. They figured that, you know, when you are physically formidable and you have a lot of height and a lot of strength in your thighs, because remember, don't forget the thighs. Uh, don't um, Yes, yes. Yes. Um, if you don't feel like you are you're physically able to fight people off, then you have to develop skills psychologically to do that. And those are the markings of uh, a psychopath sometimes. So what they did is they interviewed two, 367 adults and they took this dark triad questionnaire 
And they did find that a lot of these people did have the behaviors that suggested potentially being psychopaths, and they were short people, more so than tall people. Um, so I'm looking up just psychopaths. Do you have to be like a sociopath that, that like goes around killing people? I, I don't. I don't think that you have to actually even act on it. I think you could have traits that suggest that you're a psychopath. Um, And these are people that are usually very, very charming. Um, They are very clever. They Mm -hmm. use their powers of persuasion and manipulation to get people to do things that they want to do. Like get a jar of soup off the second shelf because they're too short to get the... Sure. Yeah, that that's okay. That would that would be something you could use your your incredible charms to do. And <laughs> with women it's a little bit different because women are not as you know, they don't have the potential as much to be a psychopath as a, as a man does in this particular study, but they said that women will often manipulate and have some of these tendencies to try to get what they want from men. Uh, the I just looked up Dahmer six feet tall. Ted Bundy was five ten. Um, short people being charming or um, know, I'm trying to get that. I I know I do know a couple of shorter people that are. In, I can't put them in particular categories. I guess I've. Uh, I don't know. I I know that you've talked often about how you'll never date a short person, Sherry. You did once. I did once, and it was like, yeah, yeah, it was like kissing myself. Yeah, it was weird. But, I mean, he was very short. But, um, wait, wait. wait. (laughs) Wow. No, I mean, it's just the same height as. And it was like kissing yourself. Well, it's like the same height as me, right? So I didn't look up or anything. It was just like he was right there. Oh, I thought he was short and also invisible. No, face face to face. Like, I did It was just weird. But the, remember, wow. the, the thing about this is that they all crave, the people that have these psychopathic tendencies often crave to be taller. So yes. all of these tendencies are those that, you know, they're trying to compensate for something. So right. if you're just short, it doesn't necessarily mean you've got these, these problems. But if your yeah. desire is, I wish I were taller, oh, I wish I was more powerful, I, I wish I was more... Uh, in control of things, you may develop some of these tendencies to overcompensate for your short stature. So the short guy you dated, every, he says, I-, I wish every time Sherry kissed me, she wouldn't say, oh, Sherry, oh, Sherry. <laughs> like she's kissing right. stuff. Boy, we are off today. Is it me? Is it Andrew, is it me? Jacob, is it me or is it Sherry? Who's off? Are we just off as a team? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's, let's, let's break. We'll go in the other room. We'll do like a trust exercise. Sherry throw herself off the table. Uh, uh, <laughs> Why don't I just take responsibility? So that way we don't have to do any of this. Okay, it's all my fault, like it always is. So it's just, it's everything. No, yeah, no, it's yeah, it's not. my fault. See, no, I, just, no. Let's just do Get that. Up on the table. Save time. Get up on the table. Get up on the table.